Welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Ray Lloyd. And this is all the things. So today I want to talk about the 2190 rule. What does that mean? So it takes 21 days to build a habit and it takes 90 days to keep doing that habit that then becomes a lifestyle. And so I want you to think of something that you've changed or maybe something that you want to change, right? So you have like your underlying structure, like you might do one thing that comes naturally to you like the thing that was like in like born that you were born with like the thing that you've been doing for a while that's a habit you can change it up like for example something really dumb like let's say you go to the library every single Friday like that's your habit you've been doing it for three years right like every Friday you go to the library you get some books you read on the weekend now it could be that one week you don't go to the library so you change it up a little. That doesn't mean it's not a habit. It just means that you changed it up. And so like, let's go deeper with that, okay? Let's say, and for me, everything relates back to health. So bear with me because that's what I know. That's my habit. That's my lifestyle. So let's talk about health because I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. Let's say you've been on a diet or something even better, which is a lifestyle change. Maybe you've hired a health coach and you're trying to lose weight and you're doing all the things, right? You're eating well, you're drinking water, you're getting enough sleep, maybe you're working out, whatever it is, you're doing the different things that bring you from one place in your health to the next place in your health. Now you might mess up, like you might make a choice, you might eat something that maybe wasn't on your plan or wasn't the thing that's going to get you towards your goals, might affect the scale, but that doesn't mean you broke your habit, like it just means that you you made a choice. You know, one of the things that I hate most in the world, <laughs> I hate lots of things, no I'm kidding, <laughs> one, of, one of my pet peeves let's say is when people are like, oh I cheated, I cheated on my diet and I'm like, what the heck does that even mean? Because the only person you cheated is there like freaking mascara like happening here or eyeliner? Like what's, what is this? Okay. The only person you cheated is yourself. You didn't cheat your trainer. You didn't cheat your, your health coach. You didn't treat, you didn't cheat your spouse. You cheated you. You had goals. You made promises. You had commitments and you cheated on them, not on anyone else. So cheated is such a dumb word to me. Sorry if that sounds strong. Like I kind of hate that. Oh, I cheated. No, you didn't. You made a choice. You decided that that margarita was more important than getting on the scale and having lost weight. You decided that that chocolate cake was more tempting than keeping those promises that you made to yourself was more important than following through on the plan you said that you were going to do and get to getting to that goal. Okay. So you made a choice. Does that mean you can't get back on board? Of course you can jump back on the train and keep going. You can, as much as you can make a choice to go off your plan, you can make a choice to get back on. Now, here's the thing, though. Those are all choices. That's what you do every day, but maybe not a habit. You will know what is a habit when your like, beast self is being threatened or challenged, right? Like when your animalistic self is being challenged, like you're very, very tired or something really hard happened to you in your life or maybe work had a really challenging situation or maybe you had a massive fight with your spouse or maybe someone something happened to someone in your family. Like I'll tell you this, I lost 60 pounds from May 2016 to six months later. November 2016. Why can't I remember this? I do this every time. It wasn't until June of 2017, so 
almost like like close to a year later ish ish okay that I realized that I had really made a change what does that mean see I thought that I just had incredible self-control that I was I lost my 60 pounds I was keeping it off because I just had incredible will I just didn't want to gain the weight back so I was like just super gung-ho about it and I realized that I had created a habit I realized that I had created a lifestyle change when my brother died because when your animalistic self is challenged with one of the worst things that can ever happen to you, you will revert back to habit. And if your habit is to stuff your face with Oreos, when that is challenged, when bad things happen to you, when when life gets hard, then you did not really change your habits. You just had incredible self-control. Self-control will not create success. Self-control will not keep your weight off. Self-control will not change your life. Your motivation eventually will dissipate. Your motivation eventually will be gone. Once you feel amazing, you no longer have that stretch of, oh, I really want to lose this weight. Oh, I really want to feel better because you already lost it. You already feel better. So the only thing that's going to keep your weight off is your habits. And you will know this when you're tested. So when you get thrown into something in your life, like when my brother died, I kept my weight off. I did not eat anything that, that didn't serve me and my body and my health. And that's when I was like, holy crap, I changed. I hadn't known it until then. I really thought I was running on full self-control. And yes, I had learned some things. I knew what better nutrition looked like. I knew what I should and shouldn't be eating. But I didn't realize that I had full-on change until my animalistic self had been challenged. If you don't create these habits, guys, you will fight yourself for the rest of your life. And that sounds exhausting, doesn't it? Because it will be. It will be exhausting. And so I want to highly encourage you to create the habits that will serve you to getting to the goal that you want to get to. That may be in business. That may be in relationships. That may be in your health. It may be in whatever it is that you're looking to do, whatever your goals are. So I'm going to help you not only determine how you know you've done, you've created a habit, and then also what is your why behind your habit. And so... I love the quote that says, we are what we repeatedly do. You can say that you want to be healthy, but if you keep eating Oreos and milk every night, your actions speak louder than your words. It really doesn't matter what you say. It matters what you do. And it matters what you do over and over and over again, because that underlying structure will come out when you are challenged. So if you if you have good habits, when you have a fight with your husband or when you are, you know, embarrassed at work or when your friend really pisses you off, what's going to rise up? The stuff that your body knows, knows the blueprint of your brain, right? And so if that's a good habit, you will not turn to alcohol. You will not turn to bad habits. You will not eat an entire pie of pizza because that's not part of you anymore. That doesn't serve you and your brain knows that, but you need to teach it that or else all those bad habits will rise up as soon as the crap hits the fan. Do you want that? Okay. So you will never change your life until you change something that you do every single day. The time you wake up, the people that you talk to, the things that you feed yourself, the things that you feed your brain, the people that you're allowing to talk into your life, okay? So how do you do that? Well, number one, in order to change, you need to decide to change. Change does not happen in lukewarm waters. Change does not happen to someone that's not committed. Improvement does not happen until you're like, Come hell or high water, damn it, I'm going to do this. So you need to make a decision. You need to say it out loud. You need to announce it. You need to tell yourself. You need to journal about it. It needs to be prominent in your brain. Your brain needs to be in agreement with your actions. Now, keep in mind that when you make change, 
for about seven days, because remember, it's the 2190 rule. So those first 21 days, for the first seven days, your brain is going to be like, what in God's name is happening? What are you doing to me? This is not what we do. Every morning we wake up and we look at our phone and then we drink a coffee and we have a donut. Why are you suddenly changing this on me? Why are you waking up an hour earlier? You're working out, you're listening to a podcast and you're eating a protein shake. Like what, 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 what? And your brain is like rattling around in your cage almost. You shook it up. Okay, you just freaked yourself out for a second. So the first seven days, you will find resistance. You will find that you are, maybe if it's physical, you're having cravings. Maybe if it's mental, you're like, I really wish I could just go watch TV. I don't want to be doing this right now. Or your muscles hurt because you've been working out and you're like, God damn it, why did I do this to myself? You know, and so there's withdrawal. Your body's confused. And so those first seven days, you might have to really, really contend for that decision that you made. Okay, the next seven days, you might mess up a little. You might slow down a little. You might be questioning why you decided to do this. Like, I'm sorry, do we really need to have muscle? Like, I don't need to work out, right? You might start to regret that decision. You might not be seeing the results so fast. It's only been two weeks. Maybe you lost five pounds on the scale, but you were hoping for seven. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be resistance. There's going to be... um fear involved there's going to be questioning involved okay and then if you can push past that in the next seven days you will push through you will start to see results you will start to feel proud of yourself you will start to feel accomplished it will get easier and you're like dude i got this okay so that's the first 21 days of making change in anything that's with starting school starting a new job starting a new health plan, maybe even being in a new relationship, starting a new structure in your house. Maybe you told your kids, hey, we no longer watch TV. Okay, there's a lot involved with that. Whatever your decision was, those first 21 days can can really test you. Now, once you do that, it will start to feel normal. That 21-day habit creator, after that, the habit starts to feel normal. Your body knows. We get up at six, we work out, we drink a coffee with no sugar, and we drink a protein shake, and then we go to work even though that's not what you were doing three weeks prior. And so when you create that habit, your body is now in alignment with you. Um, You feel very accomplished. The bad habit was broken. The new habit was created. And now what you want to do is continue doing that. Once you get to that 90-day mark, it's now imprinted in you. That is now your blueprint. That is now what is going to rise up when your animalistic self is challenged, okay? However, you never, ever want to stop right there. You want to keep creating new habits. And so once you've gotten one down pat, you want to then create another so that your responses are always your best self, always presenting you in your best light and always serving you the best way, getting your body, your brain, and your relationships to their highest potential. Now, lastly, when you, going back to the first thing of making that decision, right? Making that decision to change, making that conclusion that, yes, this is not serving me. I now need to create a new habit. How do you do that? So there's six steps to that. Number one, you have to figure out what is your why for this change. So if it's for health, why do you want to lose this weight? And you know, what is your life going to look like when, when you do accomplish that? How are you going to feel? You know, what is that why? It can't just be, I want to be thin. That's just a dumb reason. No offense. It's a dumb reason. It's not good enough. It's not even what you're looking to achieve. Why do you want to be healthy? How do you feel right now? How do you want to feel when you're done? And if it's for a new job or going to school or writing a book or whatever it is, you have to figure out what that very, very strong, unshakable, unarguable with why is. So that way you can't ever revert back. You now know wholeheartedly why you need to do what you just decided to do. Now, number two, you want to ask yourself and determine what are the long-term Uh, benefits and results of doing this, what are they going to be? So if it's losing weight, you know, what, am I going to lose 60 pounds? Great. What is my life going to look like? What's my blood 
work going to look like? How will my family feel, you know, when I'm able to run around with them or if I'm going to be getting a new job or moving, whatever change you're making in terms of then determining the habit that it will take to make that happen. What is the long-term results of this habit going to result in? Um, number three, is it achievable? I spoke, a, a, I don't know, two weeks ago about not setting yourself up for, you know, failure all the time, not setting yourself up to feel um, like you haven't done your best because you set an unachievable, unrealistic goal for yourself. You have to take off bite-sized pieces. You always want to challenge yourself, but you don't want to do something that you know you're going to fail at. So you need to make sure, is this habit that I'm trying to take on achievable? And you want to make sure you're also not taking on seven different habits all at once. You know, if it's to drink more water, great, do that, get more sleep and maybe make some eating habit changes, but don't also take on a workout plan. Don't also decide to go back to school. Don't also start to read, you know, or write your thesis. You know what I mean? Like do things that are achievable um, so that you do get to that success. And then when your body keeps seeing success, it will feel comfortable taking on more habit changes. Um, number four, know what your game plan is. So if you want to lose 60 pounds, know exactly what it is that you're doing. In my opinion, hire a health coach, have someone educate you on health, have someone keep you accountable, have someone help you be a part of a community and teach you how to eat better. If it's, you know, going to college, okay, well, what's your game plan? Do you have all the credits that you need to get into whatever classes you want to do? What classes do you need to take to get the degree that you want? Do you hear what I'm saying? You need to, um, know exactly what the steps are and the game plan is to get you to creating that habit and then ultimate success. Number five, you need to know exactly right now before you start what challenges you're going to come across so that you know exactly how you're going to accomplish them even though like accomplish the success even when you come across those walls, even when you start to feel like, oh, maybe I'm not so good at this. Maybe I can't do this, right? Those challenges, people telling you that what you're doing is wrong or you can't do that or you know all that negativity or maybe even feeling exhausted when you're, you know, trying to work out, whatever it is, what challenges are you going to come across and how are you going to make sure that you don't fail? When you know them preemptively, you'll make sure that it doesn't stop you. And then lastly, how are you going to keep yourself accountable? Accountability is like the number one area that you need to have to be successful in anything. So again, if we go to weight loss, having a health coach is going to keep you accountable. When you try to do something yourself or you don't know why you're doing it or you don't know what you're doing it for, you're never going to do it. Like, let's just be honest, okay? So it's really important that you have accountability. You know, if you are trying to lose weight, maybe tell social media, allow people to keep you accountable. Tell your friends not to offer you beer when you go out. And also, P.S., if your friends are pushing food on you or if they're telling you what you're doing is wrong or if they're making fun of you for doing a health plan, you might want to question who your friends are because trust me, those are not good friends. Friends that don't support you in your habit change, in your ultimate success, in you becoming the best version of yourself, well, you have to question their motives, they're trying to hold you back so that you don't rise up and then they feel silly for staying where they were at. So really, really question yourself. It's usually the people closest to you that make you feel the worst about something that you're trying to change because they feel badly about themselves. That was off topic. But the point is that you need accountability, okay? So why, what, what are you trying to achieve? Is it achievable? What is my game plan? What challenges am I going to come across? And what am I doing to set up accountability so I make sure I don't fail? So let's go back to the very beginning. When you're trying to create a habit, you need to remember that success or achieving whatever goal it is that you're looking to achieve is always from something that we repeatedly do. It's not from one big got lucky, won the lottery, and now you ever notice that people who get rich quickly overnight, they never really spend their money correctly, they don't even know really what to do with it, and it's always kind of very confusing for them. You need to know exactly what you want, doing the incremental steps to get there, 
creating that 2190 rule, 21 days to create a habit, 90 days to make sure it sticks. And that way, when you're challenged in life, when the crap hits the fan, the good habits will rise up. You don't want those bad habits rising back up because then you feel like a failure and you kind of have to redo it. So you always want that underlying structure, that blueprint of your brain to be cohesively working with what your goals are with your body. Okay. You know what I'm going to say. You might as well have done it already, but I'll remind you. People need to hear this message. More people want to create habits. More people want to create structure in their lives and success in their lives. So bottom left-hand side of your screen, it says share. Press it right now. Share it to your page. Allow other people to feel free of the really mental jails that are holding them back. Help you and your friends and your family create better habits. So share this and then leave your comments below with what habit you're currently working on. Is it writing a book? Is it going to school? Is it losing some weight? Is it drinking more water? Is it just getting more sleep? Getting in 10,000 steps a day? Whatever your habit is, tell me below. I would love to know what they are. Thank you for listening. I hope that you loved today's episode. Please do the following things. Share this all over your social media. Subscribe to my podcast and leave me a five-star rating. Till next time.